to follow us on the gram. You can do that as well. Follow us on Instagram at TTLO Radio. That's right. Follow us on the gram at TTLO Radio. Two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can find us on the gram. You want to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash TTLO Radio. Facebook.com slash TTLO Radio is where you can find us there. If you want to follow us on uh, the live streams, rather, the live streams are up and running. The live streams are up and running. Uh, y'all coming on in. Thank y'all. Come on in and speak. Say something to me. Uh, so far, I see 11, 12 people, 13. I ought to see 11, 12, 13 people uh, speaking right now. Uh, God bless you immediately to Michelle Ward, Shiante Bulis, uh, Elect Lady Debris. I said it right. Uh, and Malia Stewart, what's going on? Now, that's only one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five. That's five of y'all that spoke. What's the other six of y'all doing? Come to church and say something. Come on in and say something. Come on in and say something to me. Don't make, don't make me come looking for you. Come on in and say something to me. Uh, and let me know where you are watching or listening to this uh, stream from. We will thank you, thank you, thank you in advance. But, yes, the live streams are up and running. Facebook Live right now. You can catch us here on Facebook on several different pages. Uh, we're on the Taking Limits Off Facebook page. We're on my personal Facebook page. We're on the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church Facebook page. And we're also on the Elder, Dana L. King, as Jalen likes to say, D-Man. <laughs> The D-Man uh, uh, page as well, as well as the Taking Limits Off Radio YouTube page. You can catch us there as well. Uh, we're live right now on YouTube. That's right, YouTube, Taking the Limits Off Radio, Taking the Limits Off Radio. You can find us there. Go ahead and hit that uh, subscribe button. Please, man, please, sir, hit that subscribe button. We will be so grateful, grateful to you uh, for doing that. Uh, also, don't forget we are an iHeartRadio partner. That means you can find us on your iHeartRadio app. Just do a simple search for the Taking the Limits Off Media Group Station. That's right. Do a simple search for the Taking the Limits Off Media Group Station, and you will find us there. And not only will you find us there, you'll also find, that's right, you'll also find the Healthy Soul Talk Show. That's right, the Healthy Soul Talk Show every Thursday. Right now, every Thursday. New di- new time, new date coming. <laughs> But the Healthy Soul Talk show every Thursday with Dr. Kimberly Thomas, real talk, real issues, real solutions, uh, the Healthy Soul Talk show. She has started uh, her brand new series for the month of uh, for the month of December, uh, simply, simply, simply entitled uh, for the month of December uh, holiday highlights. So she's going to be talking about holiday highlights for the month of December. Uh, you can catch her. there. always a great show. Uh, the Healthy Soul Talk Show with Dr. Kimberly Thomas. But y'all know what we do. How do we start off our week? Huh? Let me not do that. Kitchen Chronicles every Tuesday. Let me get that up there first. The Kitchen Chronicles every Tuesday with my brother from the Faith, Works, and Vision Church, the good pastor Harold D. Washington. That's right, the Faith, Works, and Vision Church. You can catch my brother every Tuesday uh, feeding your spirit and your stomach all at the same time. He's feeding mind, body, and soul with the Kitchen Chronicles show every Tuesday as Pastor Harold D. Washington from the Faith Works and Vision Church. You can catch him every Tuesday uh, right here on the TTLO Media Group Network. You can also get, uh, there you go for y'all watching right now. I just see it on my screen uh, with the pink pants on. That is right there. You got the pink pants on. That's my brother. With pink pants on. Uh, but he is right there, right there, 
uh, right there for the Kitchen Chronicles every Tuesday. It says 7 p.m., but if you want the real time, the real time, it's somewhere around 7.15, 7.30. You can catch the Kitchen Chronicles. Uh, but how do we start off our week? We start off our week right here at the birthplace of gospel music. That means every Sunday. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Look at your neighbor and say, Air Sunday. Air Sunday. Air Sunday. You can catch the live simulcast right here from the historic Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, the birthplace of gospel music. You can catch the live simulcast here. Uh, Join uh, the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church family and senior pastor Daryl in person for a great time in worship and great word here. Again, at the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, 4501 South Vincennes Avenue. Huh? 4501 South Vincennes Avenue. You can catch us there uh, every Sunday. We start on time at 11 o'clock. So be there, be there, and be there. Uh, If you want to uh, follow my brother, right? My brother comes on right, 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 right. Uh, my brother, he says, like we were tonight. What? Oh, uh, <laughs> like what did she say? Uh, but check it out. You can you can catch my brother, the Faith Works and Vision Church. That's right, the Faith Works and Vision Church on the mighty, mighty, wow, wow West Side every Sunday, somewhere around twelve fifteen. I'm sorry, somewhere around twelve thirty, twelve forty five. The Faith Works and Vision Church. You can catch them every, every Sunday right here as well on the Taking Limits Off radio channel. Faith Works and Vision International Ministries with the good pastor, Hal D. Washington, uh, right there, spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ to change lives in all nations. So you can catch him there. Oh, my brother is on tonight. Michael Doton Dotton. Is it Doton or Dotton? Is it D with a long O? Or Dotton with the shout out. Help me out, brother. Uh, but he is on tonight. Uh, y'all know we did a couple of his articles uh, on our show tonight, uh, on our show before, and he's joining us. I'm always, always glad to have you on, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you so much uh, for hanging out with us tonight. Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you can download the podcast, you can find us there. Let me sip a little bit of this right here. Mm. Ah, I feel a little better now. All right. Look, y'all, so let's jump right into it. I ain't going to spend too much time on it because Tanya be looking at me funny uh, when I start talking about it. So I ain't going to spend too much time on it. But I'm going to give it a little bit of time. Y'all know what I'm going to talk about, right? <laughs> y'all know what I'm going to talk about, right? <laughs> Look at your neighbor and say, juicy. He says with the short old, so it's dotting. Uh, We're going to talk just, just for a few minutes about the great French actor uh juicy smollett so you know they found juicy uh they found juicy uh guilty on seven on five or six counts or six or seven counts i can't remember on five or seven counts or six or something something anyway he he's been convicted he is a he is now a uh uh a convicted uh felon uh it's a minor really thing but it's still a felony uh, but he has now been convicted. And uh, so, yeah, they say he probably won't get any jail time, which I, I don't think anybody was expecting him to get any jail time. But I'm just glad the whole thing is over with. You know, my, my thing is this, and I said this the other day. Uh, uh, you know who looks really bad in all of this? It's not the city of Chicago. It's not Lori Lightfoot. 
uh, it's not. And you know who looks really bad? Y'all's girl, Kim Fox. She looks real bad. You know why she looks real bad here in, in, in Cook County? Because she said the case was unwinnable. <laughs> she said the case was unwinnable, which is why she dropped all the charges. My man paid a, what was it, $3,000, what they call the administration fee, whatever that went to. He paid a $3,000 admin fee, and, and that was it. And she dropped the charges. And it took the city of Chicago to complain enough so that a special prosecutor could come in. A special prosecutor could come in and prosecute the case. And he comes, he comes in and wins five out of the six. She says Subway looked bad. You know what? <laughs> Felicia, it's too early. It's only. <laughs> Why do Subway look bad? Subway is too nothing. Oh God! Oh God! Subway does not look bad. Uh, anyway, so yeah, it just it just looks a whole it just looks a, a whole mess. But he was found guilty of filing a false police filing a false uh, report for hoax uh, and all that good stuff. They did they only deliberated for ten hours uh, and they found him guilty on five or six counts of filing a false police report. Uh, he claimed he was attacked. Y'all know the story. And doused with an unknown liquid, had a noose placed around his neck. Then he said he was called racist and homophobic slurs by two men. Uh, he claimed to be pale or white. He claimed to be pale or white. Remember that part, y'all? He claimed to be pale or white. Uh, he was uh, charged with six counts of felony disorderly conduct for alleging uh, filing a false police report, he was found guilty on all five counts related to what he told police officers immediately. The sixth count of which he was not found guilty, which he was found not guilty, related to further comments he gave to police two weeks after the incident. Uh, they said they're going to appeal it, and he's disappointed, but remains 100% confident that they will win on appeal. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, there's also a civil suit because Chicago wants to recoup its money uh, for all the overtime and work that was put in uh, to his case. Uh, I'm going to say this, y'all put in a lot of work for Jesse, but I need y'all to put in the same amount of work for everyday people who go through stuff every day. I, I want the same amount of work, 25, 30 police officers working, working that too. Uh, because that, that's where, that's where people feel like they don't have a fair, they're not getting a fair shake. Uh, she said he can apply to take over Wendy Williams spot. Career is over. Oh yeah. He's done, done. He's done, done. And if I was his sister, what's his sister's name? Journey. Is it Journey Smollett? I think it's Journey. But that's the, uh, she was in, um, well, huh? She was in Lovecraft Country. She was also in a um, couple of other movies. Uh, she's been around for a minute, but, yeah, because you just and right, get on the mic. just talking to the no. Her career did not. I mean, her her brothers. She put her family on. Mm-hmm. She started off in. Um, she started off with the twin show, Full House. That's where you. That's where. Oh she, really? Yeah, she was a child actress. Okay. So she started off with them, and so then they, the family, ended up having a whole show as I think they were supposed to be orphans or something. Oh. The oldest oldest brother was taking care of them and everything else like that so she put her family on even even after he's done everything her career has not faltered and as you can see she had lovecraft country she had she, she was had a, by you 
Yeah, she was in East Bayou. She was the she was she was the little girl. I remember her in the Temptation Tyler Perry movie. Yeah, she, I do remember that. Yeah, so okay, well, it's good. It's glad it's good she didn't suffer. No, she you know, like you know his. And I don't remember her fault. making any comments. Yeah, she, either. Yeah, she she was in Roll Bounce and everything. So right, I don't remember her making it making any comments. Underground, the great debaters, like you know her. She put she put her family on. And this is what this is what you know. Sometimes you can't bring family along with you. Everybody and, can't go with you, right? Everybody can't go with you. So you know, um, yeah, I would just <laughs> yeah, everybody can't go with you. Now she did say something back in August when he first you know said all this stuff happened, but she didn't say nothing about it uh, uh, after the fact. Uh, she hasn't said anything publicly since, cause and that's probably for the best. And she probably won't, cause you don't need to. That's your brother, but ain't no sense to you. He been he been convicted, and unless they unless it gets overturned, don't you say nothing. Now if it gets overturned, then you come out and and do what you do, but save your career. You shouldn't say nothing though. <laughs> you really shouldn't. You should just be like, <laughs> I'm getting ready for my birds of prey movie, birds of prey too, <laughs> which I hope they don't make. But they said they are though. Uh, but yeah, so you know, just that. But that's all I got about Juicy. I wore myself out with Juicy Smolay. I wore myself out with Juicy. So let's move on. Okay. Um, oh, the other case started this week. The other case started this week. The case where the uh, the police officer shot the young man when she thought she was grabbing her taser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, here is here is what was 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 what I you know what see how they trying to turn it. Oh, here I, this was my issue. Uh oh. See I'm, now now here we go. I'm finna get. Let me, where's my mag? Do I need a maga hat? Because that's what you that's what yeah, you're pretty much accusing me of. You know, you know. What was the, somebody help me out? Let me read again. Let me let me do some reading. Let me do <laughs> let me do some reading. But y'all help me out. Maybe I don't have to read as much. Why did the boy pull off? He called his mom. But why did he drive? Why did he try to drive off? You're, you, they told you you're under arrest. What made you jump? What was the reason for jumping back in the car? I never saw that. I see the video where they're trying to pull him out. No, the car. he was he was out of the car. And the officer that she was training was putting the handcuffs on him. He had his hands behind his back. And then at some point, he decided, I ain't going to jail today. And so then he breaks away and jumps and, and is trying to get in the car. And they're pulling him out on, on out of trying to pull him out of the car. And that's when she reaches for what she said she thought was her taser. Because she literally put it into his back. Because you don't put a gun up to somebody's back and pull the trigger. You, you, you stand back and shoot. So she could, don't get me wrong. I don't believe, let me, let me watch this now. Watch this now. I know y'all finna get real mad at me. Come on. I don't believe she, and this is just me. I don't believe she intentionally shot dude in the back. But Dana, you, I, I don't know where you coming from, but like, just like, I'm not serious. Like a, a couple of months ago, you just said, if I have, if I have to go track down go the show, you just said a taser is on this side and a gun is on this side. You literally said that. Right. 
You literally said. I said where the taser is. I showed y'all pictures of the taser. I said the taser was yellow. The weight is different. Yeah. Everything is different. So you, but I still don't believe. You didn't say that. You didn't say. I'm telling you. Ago. I'm telling you now. So you. So you're retracting. I'm. T- <laughs> don't say that. I've evolved. No, you say you're retracting. No, I didn't retract because I didn't. I didn't make no. Um, I didn't swear. I didn't make a. a, 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 a All right, keep going. <laughs> oh God. Uh, I don't know what who ever. Naomi Shields, y'all don't pay that. Yeah, I don't know who that is, y'all. Pray for, pray for them. But keep going. So I am, I am, I am saying that I believed she panicked. Unfortunately, she panicked. So, so you know, and 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 again, it's a mistake, and she still needs to pay for her mistake. Uh-uh. <laughs> you said, uh, uh-uh. uh. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I just, you are, you like really like you, you recanting like you just going, you going backwards like you know help me, help me test why you decided to go backwards. Because here, because here, it, it literally says during the traffic stop in April, officers learned that he had an outstanding warrant after they pulled him over and tried to arrest Wright. At which point Wright got back into his car. Here is my question again: Why did he get back in the car? We don't know. And he's why did you he break away? Right. Why did you break away? Right. Shanta said you asked your own question. He said, I ain't going to jail today. <laughs> today. That's like what's an ever. He was already he was already scared. He called his mom and she tried to calm him down. He was already scared and everything else like that. I mean, like I, I remember telling you you like, you know, um, you know, you know, our previous coach co-host she asked her son like you know what would you do yes and he said he would run, run. yeah he it, it, it is a black men are just being shot for you know, oh, like, I you know get it. for reasons yeah and then for, for no apparent reason and everything else like that and he was scared at the end of the day and at the end of the day she left or right i don't know where it's placed at because i'm not a police officer mm-hmm. or everything else like that she shot this boy. Yes, she at did. At the end of the day. Absolutely. And to say, why did you get back in your... Oh, I, I, I just think, you know, like, you know we, we probably could have found out, like, you know, several blocks later if they would have shot some tires out or, you know, if, you know, if he would have crashed somewhere. We probably could have found out. But we, we don't know why he ran and everything. A lot of people are scared of the police. Are the of the police mm-hmm. at the end of the day? It, it is it's still just, Minnesota. Yeah. So I mean, I, I just like you know, I'm I'm just like I guess I'm gonna say I'm flabbergasted that you would you know pedal backwards about this. Police says we can clearly understand you can do everything right and the police with the police and still die. Absolutely. I don't think I'm. Did you say pedal back? I don't think I'm backpedaling. <laughs> I don't think I'm, I'm. I think I think I just for me. I'm looking at it as if I'm a, you know what I, you know what I'm doing actually, I'm looking at it as though I'm a juror, just like with the whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing. I'm looking at it from a juror standpoint. A juror only has one thing to do, and that's to look at the whole complete evidence, all of the evidence, right? Now, of course, because he's black, they're gonna go back to check all her record. Did she ever say the N word ever? <laughs> Oh, she said it back in 1984 when she was in college. <laughs> you know, they call, so they're going to they gonna pull all the stuff, you know, to see if she has any whatever. Now, it does look bad because she's the training officer. 
you should as a training officer, you know. And then if you watch the video, there were, the, the, there were, there were several mistakes made by the police because the way the guy that was in training was holding him, he wasn't even holding him properly. But he had gave himself up. Like if you watch the video, he had put his hands behind his back. At some point, something clicked in his brain to say, you know what? Baby, we finna go. Because his girlfriend was in the car. The girlfriend was in the car. At some point, he decided, we ain't going. We ain't going. We ain't going to jail. And unfortunately, that decision, it shouldn't have cost him his life. But it did cost him his life. Felicia said, I would have convicted Rittenhouse because of your logic. Uh, why are you even out there with the gun? Yeah. But there's no law saying he couldn't have one. That's the problem. Right. Why are you out there? It looks crazy. You left Illinois to go to, to Wisconsin to play, you know, top flight security of the world, Craig. True. Again, what it looks like to us and what the facts say are always different. Now, the question is, do we get a fair shake the same way? That's what that's where the controversy really comes from. Do we get a fair shake the same way? Because if this was a black police officer with a young teenage white guy, white boy, with his white girlfriend in the car, and this happens, what's the conversation then? Is it still the police killed a little white boy, or is it that the police made a mistake? So we have to ask that question. We have to ask ourselves that question. So uh, we're going to be following along, following this case uh, to see how it, uh, how it evolves and how it uh, changes on a day-to-day basis. Uh, it's probably not going to last a long time. I don't believe it's going to last a long time, uh, but we will, we will definitely, definitely, uh, definitely see. So uh, let's just, you know, keep it moving, keep it moving. Uh, anything else? Going- oh, I did not watch. Okay. Did y'all watch? The Kanye thing last night? Did anybody watch the Kanye thing last night? I forgot all about it. But apparently, I guess it's still on, um, Is it was it Netflix or Hulu? No, it was Prime. It was Prime. Got them all wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> we got there eventually. Uh, got all of them. <laughs> Tubi. <laughs> you don't have Tubi yet. I know. I'll just say Pluto. It was on something. Uh, but the Kanye... Uh, the Kanye Drake uh, free, what is his name? Larry Hoover. Uh, this 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 thing was uh, a little controversial uh, because you know, of course, I've never done the, the all of the extra. Um, uh, I've never been a big fan. I've never done the one. I've never took took the time. Let me say that. I shouldn't say a fan. I've never taken the time to read all of the info about Larry Hoover. All I know is like the real, real general basics that Larry Hoover was in charge of the, the black gangster disciples in all of the Chicago land Midwest area. And, uh, but the, what they're saying is, is that he was either wrongly convicted or just locked up. I don't even know if he was actually ever even, I don't even remember the story, but he was in charge of one of the most, uh, uh, he was in charge of one of the most, uh, uh, um, deadliest gangs in the city of Chicago. He was in charge. He ordered people's people to die. Ordered people to die. Uh, Felicia says, Larry Hoover's still in jail. He was locked up when he was a kid. Uh, Maxine Tolliver says, 
How you doing, Dr. Oliver? Unfortunately, it was a hard, horrific mistake. The officer was more than remorseful, but she would probably have to pay for the mistake. Absolutely, she might have to pay for it. Absolutely. Now, when it comes to a civil suit, it's going to be hard for that family to get some money in a civil suit. It's going to be hard for them to get some nope gangster disciples, not the black gangster disciples. That's two different things. Yep. Oh, excuse me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's not the BGDs, but the GD. Okay. I know. I'm just saying. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't 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 get me wrong because I got my quotes get, wrong. You won't get violated. I'm gonna get violated. <laughs> <laughs> Come for me when you want to. Sixteen in the clip and one in the hole. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Nate, dog about to, about to lose. <laughs> okay. So here we go. Let me give you a little bit of this. Let me make sure this don't come through on the thing. All right, cool. So it says, this is, I'm reading this from Channel 7. Uh, two, two of Kanye West's greatest hits are entitled Power and Gone. Both of them aptly describe Chicago street gang magnate Larry Hoover, whom the rapper will be singing on behalf of Thursday night in the Los Angeles Coliseum. Hoover, 71, considered the most powerful and bloodthirsty gangster in the Chicagoland area since Al Scarface Capone. I read the comments too fast. Yeah, you did. You kind of read them like out of order. Oh, I did. I went well, up. Especially what she wrote. Oh, wait. Watch the impact of murder with the trial of police officer that shot dude in his own apartment. Oh, I didn't see that till right now. Um, I did. I, I, y'all know my, I go up 100 miles an hour. It says, who was, uh, blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh, it says, Scarface Capone won't be able to attend the show in SoCal because he's gone for the rest of his life behind bars at the nation's supermax prison in Colorado. Hoover is gone serving six life sentences for his role as the murderous and ruthless chairman of Chicago's feared gangster disciple criminal organization. In 1997, he was convicted of murder, conspiracy, extortion, money laundering, and other federal charges. When he was prosecuted, authorities estimated the gang did $100 million in illicit business. He uh, has also been convicted in Illinois State Court on similar violent charges. Despite his criminal history and the unending prison sentence he is serving, Kanye West and fellow rapper Drake were putting on a show at the Coliseum entitled Free Larry Hoover. While some of the in-person show tickets were listed for $300 on Internet broker sites Thursday afternoon, the concert is also being streamed live to more than 240 nations on Prime Video via Amazon Music app at a select iMac and at select iMac theaters across the country. Hoover is the headline cause of the evening, uh, headline cause of the evening, according to ads and promos, along with a stated push for sentencing and prison reform. Hoover's role as guest of honor in absentia is not sitting well with some. Notably, Ron Safer, the former assistant U.S. attorney in Chicago, who led the prosecution team that convicted him. He says this, listen, Larry Hoover <clears throat> was the undisputed leader of the largest monolithic game in the nation. Safer told the ABC I team in an interview today. He goes on to say, um, why did it disappear? Okay. It says that was the driving force behind the largest murder total the city of Chicago had ever known at the time. There were, I believe, 954 murders in the city of Chicago, and the majority of them at the time were tied to the gangster disciples. And Larry Hoover was in charge at the time. In a state with a long list of scandalous, heinous crimes and the villains 
Uh, why does the screen keep jumping? Oh, okay. Uh, and the villains who committed them, Hoover ranked as one of the most notorious criminal criminals in Illinois history, according to the U.S. District Court Judge Larry uh, Harry Lineweaver. In addition to being routinely denied in courts and at parole hearings, Hoover had, was also snubbed by President Donald Trump in 2018 after Trump's pal Kanye West asked him to commute the killer sentence. The president did not offer Hoover any relief before leaving office in 2021. So now during the benefit concert intended to free Larry Hoover, the world's eyes uh, will see two big-time rappers take the stage in Los Angeles Coliseum. And I don't... Okay, help me out something. I value your opinion. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm ready. What? What's the point? Uh, freeing Larry Hoover. Because I know what people believe. They believe he was trying to revamp with growth and development, but so uh, some GDs weren't having it. They wanted him to be the next Tuki. <laughs> okay. Shiate. Uh, <laughs> uh, there was this thought at one point that you let these old heads out and they can get these young folk under control. These young folk that are supposed to be GDs right now and all these other small factions of yep, because they broke in up. broke off this yep. and well, yep. <laughs> we the East Side GDs and we the blue shirt wearing GDs. Yeah, and you you you're right. We the polka dot GBs and yeah. we the Calvin Klein wearing GDs and we the polo wearing GDs. You spoke no lie. We the red gym We the red we the red shoestring GDs. You said no lie. There's nothing Larry Hoover could do out of jail that could fix this. But that was the thought some years ago. What purpose does it serve today on how much money was spent, how much was raised to get Larry Hoover out of jail? Somebody help me. Go ahead, Tanya. What's your thought? Um, what's the question? Like, like What's the point I, of this concert? I, I'm, you know, literally for me, for me, I don't think there is no point to the concert. Mm-hmm. I think um, I, y'all not helping y'all not helping Kanye get well. I think Drake is riding his coattails. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna ride I'm gonna ride this um you know off off the scales you know um guy right now and everything else like that. Yeah, you know just to get my name in my name out here and everything. Drake has never once rapped about any of the old heads, not like Rick Ross, who, like, you know, who mentions Larry Hoover, who rich, who mentions freeway, freeway Rick Ross. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, what is your point? I really think this is part of Kanye's psychosis right now. And, mm. that's, and, that's where, and, that's, and that's where I'm at. Like, you know, it just brings me to the times where I would sit with different, especially the younger members and, you know, members that will be probably his age right now, Kanye's age right now, and they would talk about older gangsters and everything as mm-hmm. if they were still alive and everything, as if, like, you know, as if, like, you know, when they got mad, they was, like, you know, on King Neal, and I'm looking like, ain't he dead? And everything, <laughs> and, like, you know, I really think this is really part of his psychosis, and I really feel, and I'm, and I'm, I'm really mad at Drake for riding this man's coattails. He's not well. At the end of the day, he is not well. Felicia said, <laughs> "They robbing stores. They ain't united nothing." 
And then she said, he trying to do what Jay-Z did to free Meek Mill. That was Meek, Meek, Meek Mill in the Philadelphia court system. Right. It's totally different. Like, you know, so, like, I, I'm, I'm being really, I'm being really serious. I really think this is part of Kanye's psychosis right now. I think this is really another, another mental health breakdown that we're seeing in real life. And when people don't understand that, like, you know, you, you know, they tend to shy away from it, make fun of it and everything else. Or some people are like, I'm going, I'm going to ride this off into the sunset and everything. Cause at the, at the end of the day, where did the money go? Cause it's not going to council. So here's the thing. <clears throat> TMZ is now reputable news. <laughs> <laughs> TMZ reports the crew consisting of more than 200 people <clears throat> were working around the clock to complete this, what they call, environmental experience. And it says the event came with an estimated budget, y'all ready for this, of $10 million. They spent $10 million on this concert, which covers production costs, stage construction, event staff, security, and more. And I and I and I would want to see, hey Drake, what what part of your check or what part of the money, did, what what part of the money did you give for this? Con- you guys, you guys are like literally, I, I mark my words, you guys are like he is the female Josephine Baker. You guys are laughing at him. Uh, Kanye. Uh, yes. No one is trying to help this man at the end of the day. Why do you call him the female Josephine Baker? Because he's going to, <clears> like, you know, like, you know, she, in, in, a, in a way. She was depressed because of how she was treated at home right. by her. And he has. And he <clears> but has he's been messed up since his mama died. He, he's, he, it had already reared its head. Like, you know, mental health issues come out around 23. It probably had already started to rear, you know, rear its ugly head already. And then with his mom dying, it just really sent him over the edge. And everything else like that. Like this is, I mean, you know, at the end, when I say just the female Justine Baker, he mm-hmm. is not going to have any money. Oh, you think you'll end up broke? Yes, he's going to end up broke. I, I, that part I don't see, and the only reason I say that, that part I don't see is because the the way he got money just coming in every day. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, yeah, I, mean, I mean, I mean, it's a, it's until somebody be like, you know. When, I, when I'm gonna stop wearing these biscuit toe Yeezys at three hundred and fifty dollars? You know, like you know. Like looking like somebody looking like clown college shoes the, and everything. The problem is, here's the deal. Kanye stuff, even though we see people here in, in the States wearing it, it's the people overseas that's buying all the Kanye stuff. The people in Asia are like buying all this Kanye West stuff. He's making, he's making millions of dollars in, 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 in overseas. So, you know, again, she says, I doubt it. Kanye Bruce like, right. <laughs> he, he's swimming in dough. Yeah, it's going to take him doing something really stupid to lose his money, like tax fraud or something. <laughs> or the right people are not going to be around him and everything. He's probably, got a, he's probably got a good enough team, not enough to tell him no, but a good enough team to make sure his stuff is done right. So, uh, Jay Prince is, uh, this, this Larry Hoover's son. Jay Prince is Larry Hoover's son, and he's the one who helped kill the beef between Drake and Kanye? I don't even know. Uh, let's move on. Yeah. Okay. I'm, 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 that's how I feel about the whole thing. All right. Let's do this. It is 8.01. Right on time. 8.01. We're going to take... <clears throat> Excuse me very much. Uh, we're going to take a quick uh, break. 
And when we come back, when we come, he said, Kim gone. Kim gonna get the rest when he goes to the nut house. Feel sorry for the kids because one out of four will have oh, what God. he has. North, 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 and west, or northwest, or it, east, it's west. Going, it's going to be it's going to be one out of the four will have it. West side. What's the kid's name? Dan Rain. Dana, please uh, go to break. What a, go to break. Go to break. Go to break. Go to break. I need to do that. Go to break. They like racing like my buddy. I ain't do nothing, Dr. King. I, do. <laughs> I ain't do nothing. All right, let's do this. Uh, I ain't played this in a minute. A little bit of... Nope. That's not what I want you to do. Yep, I'm going to play this one right here uh, by my little sister, uh, Lanasia. I haven't played this one in a minute. Uh, a little forward. They still bumping it on... Um, Serious radio and all them uh, good joints. So let's do, shall we? All right. Be right back, y'all. Two T's, one L, one O, T T L O, radio. Gusty thunderstorms progressing through our area. Again, high winds may be really? watching. Really? I am much stronger now, and so despite what the enemy tries, I can rely on the word of God. So now, I can only see. And God has given me the abilities. I see my future and it looks better to me. For if God be for me, who can be against me? There is nothing left for me to Yes, 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 yes. That is the song is called Forward by my Renasia Tyson. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. That's the song. That's the song. Forward. You can still get it, download it, stream it wherever you can stream, load or download or listen to music. Again, the song is called Forward uh, by Lanasia Tyson. Look, I got a couple of one quick, one, 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 one quick announcement. One quick announcement. Uh, real quick. 
Do I have it? Did you send it to me? Oh, you can either put it on Messenger or whatever, or whatever's easier. Um, or just put it up so I can read it. Um, so real quick, real quick, y'all do know Ebenezer, Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church is having uh, a toy drive. So, yeah, but we are having a toy drive, and uh, I need y'all's help. We, 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 church, needs you all's help for this toy drive. I talked about it briefly uh, on uh, on uh, Monday, talked about it briefly on Monday, and we just wanted to give you a quick reminder. Quick reminder is the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church Outreach Ministry is a toy drive. We are still accepting donations uh, until December the 18th. That's right. You can still drop off your toys until December the 18th. You can still drop off your toys until December 18th. Uh, looking forward to that. The address is 4501 South Vincennes Avenue. Uh, Chicago, Illinois, 60653. Or if you want to donate, if going out trying to find toys is too difficult for you, if it's too difficult for you, uh, you can go ahead and uh, give us, uh, make a donation real simple. Go to EbenezerBronzeville.org. You can do that, EbenezerBronzeville.org, uh, and go ahead and give that way to help out the church. It's Ebenezer Ministry about the Church Outreach Ministry presents its toy drive, its annual toy drive. They're still accepting donations and uh, or donations of money and or toys up until December 18th. Again, help us spread the joy by donating uh, all of those, all of those, all of those. Uh, if you, we again, Ebenezer Mission Baptist Church is a 501c3 organization. So if you have a business and you decide to donate anything, uh, we will make sure uh, that you uh, get your uh, credit for your donation. And again, the toy drive is uh, on the 18th, on the 19th, December 19th, December 19th from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. From 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. We want to give away and serve as many families as we absolutely can. And we always get a good crowd. Uh, So if you know some people uh, who are in need or may just want to get an extra toy for somebody, uh, feel free to send them this way again. 4501 South Vincennes Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, 60653. The toy drive is actually December the 19th between 1 and 3 p.m. Though we're accepting donations up until the day before of toys and donations. You can drop them off uh, anytime. Amen. Woo. All right. <clears throat> that was a lot. All right. And I have to thank the best producer in the land uh, for putting that uh, together for me on short. Very, 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 very short notice. <laughs> very. All right, here we go. Y'all ready? Nine reasons, nine reasons, nine reasons your church might need a choir. Huh? N- nine reasons. Nine reasons. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Tolliver. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Latanya. I didn't do nothing. I just asked. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I read. I write my name. She the one who did all that, all that, all the hard work. I just talk about it after it's done. She do it and I sell it. That's the way it works. <laughs> so, anyway, anyway, y'all ready for this? Nine reasons your church might need a choir. Nine reasons your church might need a choir. This right, this article was written by um, Chuck Lawless. We've done countless, countless. Uh, articles by him. Uh, Chuck currently serves as the professor of evangelism and mission 
and Dean of Graduate Studies at Southeastern Seminary. Uh, you can connect with Dr. Dr. Chuck Lawson uh, on Twitter at uh, Clawless or C. Lawless Clawless. <laughs> C. Lawless Jr. And on Facebook at C. Lawless. You can catch him uh, there. That was funny. I said, because I read that just like it said, too. That bad boy said Clawless. Flawless victory. <laughs> oh, God. Pray for me. Pray for me. Pray for me. Anyway, let's get into it. <clears throat> the writer says this. Most of the churches I've been a member of over the 45 plus years have had a choir. He says, I realize that's unusual now. I understand the various reasons for churches doing away with the choir, and I'm not arguing that every church should have a choir. But it might be the right move for your church, and here are just a few reasons why. Here we go. Number one, number one, number one, number one. Y'all ready? The problem, number one says, the problem with some churches, the problem with some churches in the past was not that they had a choir. It was that they had a poor choir. Oh, Lord. Let me read that again. Uh, what's up, Jason Bledsoe? God bless you. The writer said, didn't we do an article about him? I feel like we did. Uh, <clears throat> the writer says, the problem with some churches in the past was not that they had a choir. Uh, it was that they had a poor choir. This is what the writer says. He says, any approach to worship music not done with excellence is a problem, regardless of style. A bad praise team is just as problematic as a bad choir. Can we talk? We family, right? We family. In the words of back. We family, right? We family. We family. Can we talk? Can we talk? We can talk. Okay. We family. The writer says, any approach to worship music not done with excellence is a problem regardless of style. Let's talk about the word excellence. Excellence does not mean perfect. Let me be real clear. In case somebody try to take this and run with it, because I know y'all do. Excellence does not mean perfect. Excellence means that I did everything necessary leading up to to give my best effort. Let me say that again. Excellence means, in this instance, that I did, I, I was properly prepared. I planned. I prepared for the performance. I did everything that was within my ability to make sure that I was ready. That's what excellence is. That means that the people surrounding me, the people that are going to be helping me pull this off, we've all put forward our best effort. And now don't get me wrong, sometimes you can give your best effort just like an athlete. You can prepare, you can shoot all the free throws in the world. And on the night that you need a free throw, you miss. What it doesn't mean is that you did not prepare. But what it does show is that people who don't practice properly at all, you rarely see excellence from them. You rarely see excellence from them. Can I give you, I was recently watching, and I wish I had it to play right now, but I was recently watching a, uh, it was either a TikTok video or what's the thing, that, what's the videos on Instagram? Reels or that Facebook Reels? 
Can't nobody hear you but me. Real. Thank you. So um, they have they have this Facebook reel, and it was a uh, somebody was having an interview with Kobe Bryant, the late great Kobe Bryant, and they asked Kobe uh, if name somebody in the NBA who, if they had his skills, would dominate the entire NBA. And you know who Kobe said? He said Shaq. And he said, not his skills. He said, if Shaq had my attitude, my drive, Shaq would have been the greatest basketball player to have ever lived. Let me say that again. He said, if Shaq had his drive, his mentality, he would have been the greatest basketball player to have ever lived. Y'all might say, but what about Jordan? Don't, I, I am a Michael Jordan fan, so don't hit me with that. He's saying because of Shaq's size, because of, his all, his, because of the gifts he already had, the fact that he was 7 foot 1, 280 pounds, unstoppable, could dribble the ball like a guard would dribble the ball. But he did not have Kobe's drive to want to constantly be better. To constantly be better. That's why you saw him he got as the, as he started winning, he gained a little more weight, gained a little more weight. He went from being seven one two eighty to seven one three forty. Excellence says I'm going to always properly prepare, and I'm not just going to show up on the court. I'm going to show up every Sunday having been prepared to the absolute best that I could. Why? Not because, not only so that the audience can be edified, but God deserves my excellence. God deserves my best preparation. God deserves it. He deserves it. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Feel free to chime in with your comments. Let me give you some uh, the call in number, 323-870-4375. That's the call in number. If you want to call in, make a comment, 323-870-4375 is the call in number. Push one. If you do call in, push one. Push one. That'll let us know you want to be on the air with your comment. Again, 323-870-4375. That is the call-in number. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Number two, number two, number two, number two says, number two says, uh, a choir offers opportunities. A choir offers opportunities for members to use their gifts. A choir offers opportunities for members to use their gifts. Here we go. This is what the writer says. <clears throat> If church leaders give significance, significance to the choir, then recruit well. Oh, God, I'm going to be so clear with this. He says, if church leaders give significance to the choir and then recruit well, they may see members use gifts they didn't even know they had. Even in churches that have had a small worship space, it's possible to figure out a way to have a choir. Can we pause right there for a moment? and discuss a major part of what this writer just said. He says, if church leaders give significance to the choir, then he used some key words. Recruit well. 
Can I help somebody? Recruit well, meaning you make sure that you don't just let everybody that want to sing join the choir. I know you. I know people feel like you have to make room for people, but you want gifted people. You know, because here's the deal. Everybody that sings in the choir, and we've talked about this, everybody that sings in the choir is not, is not solo worthy, solo material, right? And then some people sing in the choir. They're not first sopranos or second sopranos. They're not first altos or first tenors. So when the writer says you have to recruit well, here is the deal. If I have a gift of singing or I am a musician who has been gifted to play whatever instrument I play, but I see that you're constantly recruiting people who don't want to be worked with, who don't have a spirit of excellence, who don't like to be challenged, who don't want to do anything outside of their comfort zone, then why would I then put my gifts on display with that? Why would I then, for lack of better words, pray for me, bring shame to my gifting? Why would I? When the people you want me to work with have no respect for what they do. Because when you have a, a passion for something, you practice it. When you have a passion for it. Right? When you have a passion for teaching. I love teaching. Right? I really love, like, like Bible studies and teaching. I told you all this many times. I prefer teaching over preaching any day. I could teach Bible study every day of the week. I really could. Uh, I, I, I prefer teaching because I, I, I like learning and then sharing, right? I like learning and then sharing. But when you are passionate about something, you do the work. You'll pick up the book. You'll read, you'll read other books. You won't, be, you won't, subject, you won't uh, uh, subject yourself or subjugate yourself to one book, Right? Any good Bible teacher reads more than just the Bible and will get no help. Any good Bible teacher <laughs> reads more than just the Bible, right? You want to read other books. You want to read the opinions of others. You want to read new strategies. You want to read new ways of doing things. It's not about changing the word, but if, they can, if somebody can show me a different approach, on how to reach people? Why wouldn't I read that material? Take it back to the music. If somebody can show me <clears throat> a new way of adding some 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 flavor, huh? Can I help somebody? It's like cooking sweet potatoes. <laughs> Let me help the people. <laughs> it's like cooking sweet potatoes. Some of y'all because y'all don't know no better, and it's okay. It's the way grandmama taught y'all. It's the way y'all auntie taught y'all or whoever. Great granny, my dear, big mama, whoever. They said 
cut, peel them potatoes, put them in some boiling water, then add, put add, you know add them in some water, pour you some 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 butter and some sugar over in there, some nutmeg, and go ahead and make you some sweet potatoes. Right? That's what they say. Now, but when you do some practicing, I'm trying to help somebody. When you decide you want to try some new recipes, what you find out is sweet potatoes make their own gravy. I ain't going to get no help. (laughs) Sweet potatoes make their own juice. So now you just cut up the sweet potatoes and put them in the pot. Come on now. You put them in the pot. And then you add your sugar and your nutmeg mix and you pour it right on top of said sweet potatoes and put the pot on low so you get a little simmer. Wait a few minutes. When you come back, the sugar and the nutmeg have decided to meld themselves, ooh, I feel good, into the sweet potato. And now the sweet potato has started to make its own juice. Hence, candied yams has started to make its own juice. Now you go and you grab that good stick of butter, right? Unsalted, please. You grab that good stick of butter. I don't use allspice. I use nutmeg. Watch this. Let me finish. Then what you find out, that's not all you put in there. Get you a little dab or two of some fresh vanilla flavor. Natural, of course. Drop that off in there. It changes everything, right? Come on now. Come on now. She said, yes, sir, it will caramelize itself. Come on now. Recipes at (laughs) www.ttlomedia.com for a nominal fee of $5. I'm giving away too much. This broadcast will now be locked. Because I see a couple of people was probably scribbling. Now, what do you say now again? My mama done told me wrong. <laughs> so, so, so again, why did I say that? Why did I say that? She, I'll tell you, you got to try Irish butter. We'll talk about that all on the show. Anyway, <laughs> that's when we get out. That's when we get the cooking show off the ground. So, anyway, what I'm saying is this. There are different methods. There are different methods that you can use. And you want to make sure that you're taking all of the possible ways to get to the same destination. All I want to do is lift up Jesus' name in a different way. Because the Bible says if he be lifted up, he'll do the drawing. Well, guess what? We're going to lift him up in some different ways. And then he'll do the drawing. But members want to be able to use their gifts when they see you're doing things in excellence first. Right? Right? She said, Irish butter, we in the recession, Doc. I'm sorry. So, so <laughs> you, 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 you got to take advantage of, 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 of using these, the, the, these people and getting them to use their gifts. I like the part, recruit well. I wish Zachary was on here right now, but recruit well. Because Zachary would tell you, it, it ain't for everybody. Watch this. Even if you can sing, the choir might not be for you. Uh Uh-oh, what you mean? Well, because 
you might not have a you might not have the right spirit for a choir. It's like in the marching band. You ever see the black HBCU marching bands? They are a sight to see. And you see several drum majors out there. Some have three, four, five, six. Some have just one. But even at the schools that have five or six drum majors, there is one head drum major, one. You can't have a choir where everybody wants to be the drum major. A marching band would be a hot mess if everybody wants to be the drum major. I need you to play your flute and play it to the best of your ability. I need you to play your cymbals and play them to the best of your ability. What I don't need the cymbal player doing is going over here bothering the trumpet player. And I sure don't need the trumpet player trying to tell the tuba player what to do. Play your part to the best of your abilities. Number three, number three, y'all ready, y'all ready, y'all ready? Number three, again, we're talking about, we're talking about tonight, nine, nine, nine reasons your church might just need a choir. Number three says, churches need not choose between a choir and a praise team. They can have both that complement one another. They can have both that complement one another. This is what the writer says. In my opinion, having both groups leading the church only increases the members' participate the members' participation in the act of worship. And that's a good thing. Yes. Yes. Come on now. Robbie says <laughs> I didn't see Robbie on here. Robbie from my own church, y'all. Robbie said, Robbie said, I want to see her comments on the, um, in the, in the, in the, in the Ustream, in the Restream chat. Do you see him in the Restream chat? Nope. But I see it on Facebook. Yeah, she's on the, she's on your page. Oh, so my, so people, when people say stuff to me, it don't show up on in the chat. A lot of stuff doesn't show up. That's um, interesting. Yeah. Okay, but Robbie says, "Tell it, Dana, because you show sure made us sing. If ain't nobody, <laughs> if ain't nobody got to the sing, Dana did." <laughs> I, I, here is the deal. I believe it's a good thing to have both if you have the numbers to have both. If you have the numbers to have both. I believe you should have both. But let's be clear about choirs and praise teams. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. <laughs> I just said clear. You, oh, wow. Help us out. Jesus. Okay, help us. <laughs> let's be clear. Let's be clear. 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 Stop. Clear. Clear. I mean, tongue the tie. <laughs> clear. Clear. Nobody get upset. Clear. Um, choirs. When you think of choirs, you think of 15, 20, 30, 50, 60, 70 singers. Now that's a big choir. When you think of uh, smaller groups, 
So this is so this is the deal. Uh, you think of at least ten people. Otherwise, they say it's an ensemble. It's not a choir. It's an ensemble. Um, what they used to call chamber choirs back in the day. Used to have about twenty to thirty mixed singers, right? And then big choirs, choruses had sixty to you know eighty singers, right? But then you had ensembles, a chorale. Those were smaller groups or subgroups, right? Uh, and then when we came, when the term praise team was introduced, then you started having, you know, four, five, six, seven possible people, eight maybe, that's a lot, but six members, right? You get you two good tenors, and then you get you, uh, 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 you know, uh, maybe four, four over here. You get, if, you get, if you can get eight, then you get, you know, two over here and, and then three and three, right? That's, 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 a, that's a decent praise team. Here is the deal. If you don't have enough people to form a choir, then you have to be smart. Uh-oh. You got to be smart in how you use those people. You have to be wise in how you put them on display. You have to be wise in how you allow them to use their talent because you could misuse or misrepresent and, 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 and then watch this. The spirit of excellence does not show up. You have embarrassed them you embarrass the gift. Come on now. You, 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 you embarrass your church. And a lot of times you embarrass yourself. Shante says, uh, uh, Felicia with the, with the drumline quote, love it. Shante says, choirs can hide those people who have the desire but no gifts. Oh, my God, you just said something. Right. A choir, a a a. a, a you can hide a few bad notes or missed notes or people who can no longer get up to the note in a choir of 30. You can hide a weak soprano. You can hide a tired alto. You can hide a horse tenor. You can even hide a lip syncer or two. <laughs> Pray for me, church. You, you can I am the petty pastor, huh? You can Hide those people in a group of 30. It's easy to hide one or two, one, one, one or two uh, not quite good in each section. But if all you got is seven or eight, there is no hiding the bad notes with a group of seven or eight. Can I help? In a praise team, everybody got a microphone. You find out real quick. Who, don't, who does not hear music well. You find out real quick who does not know how to find their note when other people are singing. You know how you know? Because when you don't know the words or not comfortable with the notes, you know what you do as a singer? 
all that loud talking and singing you doing turns into this right here because I don't really know this part like this. I'm going to sing right here because, shoot, I'm going to wait until they get back to the chorus because this is the part I know real good. I'll be back on this part, this verse that didn't nobody know good and well. We don't know the second verse of this song. I don't know why they keep singing it like this. But, oh, we back at the chorus. This is my part. That's what we do. That's what we do. Felicia said, bad choir. Audience claps loud because they're happy y'all do. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> oh, God, I can't with you. I can't, Felicia. I can't with you tonight. I can't. Number four. <clears throat> number four. Number four. Uh, number four says, having a well-designed approach to a choir offers an opportunity to more deeply disciple those members. Oh, here we go. Having a well-designed approach to acquire offers an opportunity to more deeply disciple those members. This is what the writer says. The writer says this. Okay, I don't know what Siri doing. Popping up on the iPad. The writer says this. It says, uh, if any group ought to be continually growing in Christ, it is those who help lead us in worship. A choir leader should be a disciple maker. Oh, can I say that again? A choir leader should be a disciple maker. Being in a choir should never be about the performance. It should be about spiritual growth and humble service. Come on, can I, can I help right there? Being in a choir should never be about performance. It should be about spiritual growth and humble service. Shante says, exactly like you said, when you're passionate, you take the time to practice and teach effectively. Here is, the, here, here is me. When I am working in whatever capacity I'm working in, and Tanya will tell you this, because I'm sure it can be annoying sometimes, or all the time, it never depends. When I'm working in that capacity, that's what I'm doing. Don't bother me about nothing else. <laughs> you see this is what I'm doing. I could, because I want to get, make sure that I have put forward, put forth my best effort. It should never be about the performance. It should be about spiritual growth and humble service. Here is, here is the situation. You can't be the leader of the choir and the leader of the praise team and your attitude is nasty as hell. You messy as hell. You don't know how to talk to people. You refuse to work with people. But you call yourself the leader of something. It doesn't work. It does not work. There is no room for it. Because a choir leader's job, watch this, a worship leader's job, a worship pastor's job is to make sure that everybody in that area, because watch this, you need to disciple them the most because they are, watch this, second to the word being preached. They have the most effect on what and how the audience is going to uh, uh, be ushered into to meet the spirit of God where he is. Can I help somebody? 
let me put this here for a second. Uh-oh, it jumped off the thing. So let me say this. A lot of times we pick up things in dealing with churches. Uh, uh, we pick up things when we've been in choirs. Uh, and 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 uh, we learn certain habits that we pick up because of who was over us, right? Um, and we decide, <laughs> I was trying to give a word, and we decide to keep these traditions going, not knowing where or how we got there. Let me say this. After I'm trying to find it real quick. Uh, okay. So, when people do this thing, and if you've ever been in a choir in a black Baptist church, this is, you've heard this statement at the end of y'all's rehearsal. <laughs> May the Lord watch <laughs> between me and thee why we're absent one from another. Watch. Right? We, we've heard that. We've heard that. We've heard that. And, 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 we, and as children, I know in the youth choir, that's what we was taught. That's what we was taught. When you say these things, you think, well, it's a Bible scripture, so this is something that we should say. Because it's a Bible scripture. This is what we say. This is why we do it. This is why we do it. This is why we do it. So when we say these words, we need to be careful about why and how. We need to be careful about why and how we use these words. Let me say this like this. When you use the term, may the Lord watch, the, the scripture says, let me, let, me, let me just grab it. It says, may the Lord watch uh, between me and thee, while we're absent, one from another, watch. The verse came up uh, in Genesis uh, 31, 48, and 49. All right. Here is why it's the wrong use for that particular scripture. The purpose of that particular scripture, is, and I've said this to y'all a hundred times. I've said it to y'all a hundred times. Be careful not to take a scripture without knowing the background or the context. Be careful not to take the scripture not knowing the background or the context, right? You have to remember a lot of stuff in the Bible was said and created in the midst of some violent situations. Some of it was said to end or, or to set up peace treaties and to do these things. I'm going to get back to the, to the lesson in a minute, but I feel like I got to teach this. The words were uttered, may the Lord watch between me and thee and all that. That was what Laban, Laban, Laban said to Jacob. Hold on, Felicia, I got you. It was what Laban said to Jacob. Laban, Laban, Laban. Laban 
was the uncle of Jacob. They both were deceitful people, right? They were both two deceitful people. Y'all know Jacob stole his brother's birthright, right? Y'all know all about that, right? Uh, Laban was sneaky, right? Laban sending, you know, tricking folk into getting the wrong stuff and, and all this kind of stuff and uh, 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 doing all type of weird stuff, right? When it got to a point where they get some type of peace between the two, that was when God, they said, okay, let us make a covenant between us. Let's enact this treaty or this boundary so that my people, come on now, don't come across this line and start bothering your land and your people don't come across this line and start bothering my people. So they instructed this, they constructed this altar at the place called Mizpah. I wish I could get some help. They constructed this altar, right? So, 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 so that's when he said, you see this pile of stone. We're going to set this up as a monument. And this monument going to stand between us as a witness to, of our vows. And it literally says, I'll never pass this pile of stones to harm you. And you'll never pass this pound of stones to harm me. So what it was is, may the Lord watch between me and you was a statement that was born out of warness and distrust. I'm going to get some help. Because once out of sight, they didn't trust each other. I can't get no help. Once they was out of each other's sight, they couldn't trust each other. So what they said was, since I can't trust you when you're over there, and you can't trust me when I'm over here, I'm going to teach real good now. I feel like I can preach this a little bit. If I can't trust you, can't trust me over here, and I can't trust you over here, may the Lord watch. <laughs> oh, God, help me, Holy Ghost. I like teaching. May the Lord watch between me and you while we're absent from another. The petition was not for God to take care of the two while they were separated. I can't get no help, right? Instead, the petition that they prayed, it was saying, uh, 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 my prayer is that if God catches you, that he take you out. Come on now. Come on now. So, 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 so if you, if you come across here and I ain't over here, or if you start planning to harm me, I'm hoping, I'm praying that God is watching. Come on now. And that God would take care of you. Come on, help me. Right? So that's not something that you should say or pray to your fellow praise team members, choir members, anything you leave at the church. Because technically, it's this close to being a curse. I can't get no help. It's this close. This close. Y'all see the hair on my head? See how close it is? You don't, do you? It's that close. <laughs> it's that close. You see a little piece growing? Because I didn't shave. So it's a little bit, a little scruff. It's that close to being a curse. 
That's why we don't say it. So may the Lord keep an eye on us. When we together, we good because I know you, I can see you coming. I can see you coming because you're right there. You're right there. I see you. I, see you. I can see if you look like you, you want to plot something. But once you get back over there and I get back over here, may the Lord watch because I can't trust you, Negro, because you a whole fool. Soon as I, soon as I pull off, you call them people. Hey, 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 they gone. Let's go over there and get this stuff. <laughs> he just left. He just left. He just left. He just left. I wish I had some help. All right, can I get back to the article? I hope I just taught somebody something. I like teaching. I really do. I really do. I, it's, it's, it's one of the joys. Siri, I don't talk to you. I don't know why you're coming on right now. I don't know what you're doing. And she's still trying to talk. <laughs> okay, let's get back to it. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Uh, again, we're talking about nine reasons, nine reasons your church might need a choir. We are on number five. All right. Number five. Oh, we got to get up out of here because I'm hungry. Number five. A church might help, a choir might help your church fill a unique niche in your community. A choir might help your church fill a unique niche in your community. This is what the writer says. Every church is different, and every church approaches worship somewhat differently. It might be that your community needs a church with a choir to reach folks who think more traditionally. Tanya, do you remember when uh, our bowling cap, Tyrone, formed the community choir mm-hmm. over at the Kingdom Missionary Baptist Church? Mm-hmm. Now, the KBC choir on its own was about, on a good day, on a good day, about 12 strong. Okay, good. On a good day. You kept it real. Now, on a regular Sunday, we had what we call the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. The good starting five. Seven. With, with the starting five with two coming off the bench. Okay. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. But Tyrone decided he wanted to start a community choir. This is why when he decided to start a community choir. Other people in the church said, hey, I want to say and then we had people outside of the church who came to sing. All of a sudden, the choir stand, every seat was full. So the seven-piece, the seven-man the seven starting squad, or the five and two, when they decided to sing on a certain Sunday, all of a sudden you had 35, almost 40 people. Mm-hmm. In the choir stand. Why? And how many people were sitting in the church? It was still the people sitting in the church. Okay. The thing is, it drew people in. Choirs do draw people. Good choirs with quality music that practice excellence will reach folks in the community who think somewhat like the like the article says traditionally. Go. I never did. Okay. And well, the purpose was the community choir didn't have to. Did they didn't have to practice? What was the? What made them so different? From the, the, the thing it was, uh, we were trying to get away from. I think part of it was to get away from the messiness of the in-house choir. 
So I'm going to start this other quiet with people who want to rehearse, who do want to practice, mm-hmm. who do want to do this, because they had no problem. Because we had, those choir rehearsals were packed. The regular choir. I, I, I remember it being like one, like one was rehearsed and one was not rehearsed. The, the regular choir didn't rehearse much. Okay. Because they didn't want to rehearse. I ain't coming down there. Ain't nobody down there to watch the dough. I ain't coming. Ain't got no man down there. Ain't no where the deacons at. Ain't nobody standing by the door. Okay. I'm scared. It's a dark in the parking lot. Thing. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I remember it. Yeah. Very vividly, and I, and I remember like all of a sudden, like you know, some people were part of the regular choir, but yeah. then they just like they became more of the starting in the startup of the community choir. Yes. Like, that was. And I there were only I'm two saying. people, literally only three people who did not sing in the community choir. Three. That was part of the starting lineup. Three. So when the community choir, okay, let me get this straight. So in the community choir, the three people were part of the regular choir? They they didn't they didn't participate. They wouldn't, they wouldn't show up or they would just be in the They wouldn't audience. show up. They used okay. to be in the audience. All right. Yep. I got, now I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Messy. Shante says music soothes the savage soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah, that's what. That's why. That's why. That's why God placed David in Saul's life. Y'all ain't gonna hit me. David, watch this. Who was set to be king, used his gift to keep the to get the 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 king that had been fired to keep him calm. Y'all ain't gonna get no help. Let me say that again. David, you know the shepherd's boy. Uh, uh, Jesse's ba- Jesse's boy, that shepherd boy, David, who had been anointed king, anointed to be king, anointed to be king, used his gifts to calm down the king who was in sitting on his, on the throne that was not his anymore. I can't. Oh Lord, I wish y'all would catch this. Y'all ain't getting this. He used his gift to calm him down. Can you imagine that? That's that's you, who you know you should have been the supervisor or the manager, training the person. <laughs> Come on now, that's your manager. I wish I had some help. That, that David did what was necessary to keep them them demons off Saul in his sleep. I wish I. Oh my God! This this is this is good. This is good. So yeah, it, it, a choir, a choir. Uh, uh, writer says every church is different. Every church approaches worship somewhat differently. But it might be that your community. Think about what a community choir could do. Right now, we're still coming off of the pandemic. Right, we're still coming off of the pandemic, and 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 and. Um, uh, so people are still leery of doing a lot of bunched up singing. When you have a praise team, you can stand three, four feet apart with a microphone, and we can all be good and all that good stuff. Here is uh, what I what I what I what I want to say is outside of the pandemic, I think if churches that had good core musicians could easily say, "Hey, we want to start a choir uh, that sings." once a month and we want to do put some other events together uh and uh, uh we want to open it up to non-members of the church and you put out some posting you'll get some people to show up and say hey i want to be a part of what i heard y'all got a choir coming i'm a tenor i'm an alto i'm a soprano 
or I do this, I do that, and I want to come help y'all sing. I want to be a part of this thing. People will show up. I don't want the drama of a church choir. I don't want the messiness of your whatever that is. I just want to come, rehearse, glorify God, edify the people, go home. That, that, that does some things for some people. Let's keep going. Number six, we're almost out of here. Number six, uh, it helps produce good congregational singing. See, praise teams don't do that unless they pick the right songs. But choirs helps produce good congregational singing. A praise team can achieve this goal too, but it's easier to worship through song when dozens of people are leading the way. It's easy to catch hold of the words when you got 25 people saying the exact same words <laughs> and repeating the exact same words. It's hard to follow a singer that's doing a run after every breath. <laughs> every breath. I... Oh, yeah. It's hard, huh? What would you say? What you say, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> It's hard. It's hard to follow behind some praise and worship leaders. But when you get 25 or 30 people hitting that same verse, or in the words of John Meredith, hitting that vamp, you, it, 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 it helps increase. And watch this. It pulls the congregation into worship. It pulls the congregation into worship. And thank you, Shante. And there's such a difference in the music as well. It's so different. It's so different. This is good. Number seven. Number seven. We going. We rolling. We rolling. We rolling. Number seven. A good choir sings and illustrates joy. Uh-oh. Action. Action. A good choir sings and illustrates joy. The writer says this. It's not the singing that makes a difference. It's also the smiling. It's the worshiping through raising hands. Uh-oh. It's the singer who closes his eyes and takes us to God through his own personal worship. It's the large group praising God together. There is no greater joy that I get than standing in front of a choir and getting to what we call, you know, let me get a, let me let me get a, let me get a signal, you know. The choir signal for the special. You know, that's the that's the, at at school that's how I got to go to the bathroom. But <laughs> that's how I got to go real bad side. And I don't want to say it out loud. But in church, this is the special. This is the special. Now some people do the the C thing. I don't know what that was. But the the fingers crossed. Old school Baptist choir was the special. That's the special. It's nothing like seeing that part happen and the tenors are ready, the altos are ready, and the sopranos are ready. And to see them all in their glory praising God, wanting to make sure, hey God, this alto section is on fire for you right now. Oh, God, these tenors are ready, and the sopranos don't want none. I mean, just ready. Everybody giving their best. Hands in the air. 
uh, some eyes closed, some clapping, some crying, but all singing to the glory of God. It illustrates joy, that illustration, that movement. When that choir is rocking and, and clapping and, and, and got a little bounce to them, that's a, that, 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 that's a beautiful thing to watch. It's a beautiful thing to watch. It illustrates, especially when the special has a group. Come on now. When, it, when, 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 look here. When, it, when, it, when that, thing, when that thing get good. When, when that, when that thing get real good, it, 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 it ain't much you can do. You, 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 you got it. You got it. You got to feel that thing for real, for real. It's, 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 it's like uh uh. It's, 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 it's like when, 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 when you can't, you know, that's why they call, when they call Ricky Dillard the choir master, they do that for a reason, right? They do it for a reason. Y'all ready? Right here? Come on now. Come on. Okay, that's enough. They gonna Facebook gonna be trying to say something. <laughs> yes. Won't we be seeing them this month? <laughs> right. We going to see Ricky. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's one of them. It's, it's it's one of them moments. It's one of them moments in the song that that it just takes you somewhere, right? And you 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 get you get caught up in the director. You caught up in the singers. You caught up in every every little part of, every little part of the song just takes over every little part of the song takes over every little part of the song just it it has its own space and you're just giving god glory in it and 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 look every everybody wants to give god their best everybody's saying hey god 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 check us out We, we we praise you over here hey god check us out that's the praise that he inhabits all right Number eight, number eight, number eight, number eight, number eight, number eight, number eight. The writer says, it offers multi-generational fellowship. There it is right there. It offers multi-generational fellowship. Let me say that again. It offers multi-generational fellowship. Why? The writer says this. He says, I've been to churches where the choir is the only opportunity for several generations to serve together. Hmm. There's something God there's something God honoring about an older saint and a teen believer singing next to one another. And it is. That was the thing about the few opportunities that when we would get at at my old church, when the praise team would go up to help the choir sing. And now you get everybody, and in some cases, you know, you had, it was always cool to see, you know, uh, 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 Miss Rice 
uh, in the choir stand, singing soprano, standing next to Sharissa and Christina. So you have like a, a, a you have like generations, and then the dad is on the back row, and then you got you know uh, uh, other people's family members all together. You know, if 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 when back in the day when Adam was in the youth choir and they would put up, they would join the choirs together. His mom is on the front row, so you got all these different. You got twenty and thirty years separate, twenty and thirty years separating people, but they all came together to glorify God. Those were awesome moments. Those were awesome moments. And it's just something about when you when when you see these things take effect, you can't help but give God praise. It's hard not to. It's hard to just sit there and not glorify him. It's difficult. It's difficult. But we do it to the glory of God. We do it because it's like it, it, it gives us a, an, an, an amazing, amazing uh, a, a feeling of just, I, I just want to give God all I got. I want to give him everything that's on the inside of me. I don't want God to miss none of it. All of it. I want God to get. I want God to get everything that, that that I have to offer. And you're doing it with multi generational. It's a, a multi generational worship. Meaning, meaning we all can do because we all trying to worship the same God. So let let us let us all do it together. Because you see the old folks saying, you know, we sing it like this, and the young folks say, okay, I'm gonna sing it like this. But 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 hey, can can you rock with me while we doing it though? We're going to rock like this. And I know y'all used to just getting the, the regular clap, right? But can you clap in and push it out when you, can, you know what I'm saying? Can, 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 can you clap like that and praise it? it just to see, and then, and then to watch the older generation try to keep up. <laughs> it's an amazing thing to watch. It's an amazing thing to see. I, I, I do. I love it. I love it. I love it. Shanta says, growing up, our church had numbers and sang on certain Sundays. Our church choirs had numbers and sang on certain Sundays. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Choir one, choir two. I remember at Kingdom, uh, uh, Kingdom had what they called the cathedral choir. Then they had the, the senior choir. And then they had the young adult choir. And then they had the junior choir. Four choirs, Tanya, at Kingdom. All four of those choir stands used to be used. <laughs> oh, I saw the pictures. Yeah, all four. And then as they started to dwindle down, the senior choir and the cathedral choir merged. <laughs> and then the young adult choir took over. And then the junior choir, so the young adult choir got a choir. The young adult choir's choir stand end up being the, the, where, the, where the choir sings now, where the main choir sings. That was the young adult choir stand. The senior choir sing in the other choir stand across the room. Because there's microphone plugs in front of that choir stand too, at least the old ones were. Mm-hmm. So they sang over there. We sang on the other side because everything was reversed. The organ was on the other side. The piano was on that side. Everything was reversed. So they sang over there. So, so we did that. And then the junior choir, the, the babies is what they, as they called them, they sang in the front. They went up to the front, you know, and rocked and bumped into each other 
while they were singing, but they sang. Jesus love me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they sang, right? Good stuff, y'all. Good stuff. I like this. Last one, last one. Woo. Ah, again, last one. Nine reasons your church might need a choir. It helps avoid the single star approach to worship leadership. Mm. It helps avoid the single star approach to worship leadership. The writer says, that's just naturally the case. Get enough people in the picture and no single leader becomes the star. Get enough people in the picture. I wish I could say that again to get somebody to make sure y'all got it. Get enough people in the picture. I'm going to say it one more time. Get enough people in the picture and no single leader becomes the star. No single leader becomes the star. This is why it's so important. So, 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 so important that we put ourselves in a position that when you build a choir, that it's not about uh, one individual person. It's not about uh, any individual uh, uh, um, agenda, but that it's about that one group of people, uh, that one group of people doing what they do, giving God glory. And it's one, as, you know, I'll go back to Felicia's post earlier, her, her comment earlier in the chat, one band, one sound, one band, one sound. I'll say it again, one band, one sound. That matters. That matters. And if we can get that mindset of excellence, that mindset of it's not about trying to make stars and all that kind of stuff, I, 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 I think we would see some amazing things happen in the Lord's church. I think we would see some amazing things happen in the Lord's church. I really do. I really do. I think we would. I think we would. I think we would. Anyway, anyway, y'all, that's, that's, that, that is, uh, the writer says, so, I mean, it was, I think it was great. I, I enjoyed this. Uh, I, I, am, I am so happy uh, that this article uh, made its way. <laughs> I'm sorry that this article made its way uh, and that we were able to uh, get something from it. Uh, I hope you all got something from it. Uh, I think it's just it's 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 great writing by Chuck Lawless, um, and and I don't, and I honestly believe it was right on point. It was right on point. It was it was it was good. It was really good. It was really good. Look, y'all, it's 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 Friday. We finna have some. I don't know what kind of weather we having. Y'all be careful. Because we're supposed to have, like, you know, it's going to be springtime again in two days. But it's going to be wintertime tonight and tomorrow. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know what to tell y'all, but please be careful. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you uh, for what our eyes have uh, seen and ears have heard on tonight. God, we thank you for this platform. We thank you for this place and this space. God, we thank you for Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. God, we thank you for every church that's open in your name. God, we thank you for churches that are willing to go outside of their comfort zone and to uh, offer platforms to people who want to use their gifts uh, for the glory of God. Even though they may not be in the traditional setting, they're not afraid to stretch themselves and allow people to go forward because they recognize that it's not about an individual getting the glory, but it's all about God getting the glory. 
And for that, Lord, we say thank you for those uh, visionaries who don't mind sharing. Uh, God, we ask right now that you would continue to uh, cover those that are grieving. We're still praying for the family of Deacon James Smith. Uh, We're still praying for those, like I said earlier, uh, this week that are still going through the grieving process, uh, those that are hurting. God, we're still praying for those who are coming out of sickness. Uh, God, we want to send a prayer up for a member of the church here, Stanley Stovall, uh, who went to the hospital, and we got a good report so far. So we want to keep uh, him in our prayers. And just all of those, God, all of those who are going through, even those that have not been named on tonight, we just want to keep them lifted up in prayer. Uh, Lord God, pray. We pray now that as we leave this place, but never your presence, we ask for traveling mercy and grace. In Jesus' name, amen. What's up, elect lady? You was quiet. I forgot you was on here. Lord, have mercy. You was quiet, but bless you, bless you, bless you. Thank you all for sticking around. Appreciate y'all so much. Thank you for those of you on YouTube. Thank you for the TTLO page, my personal page, the four of y'all chilling on the Ebenezer page. Where y'all come from? I need to see y'all on there. But thank you so much. Have a great, 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 great night. Y'all stay safe. Have a great weekend. Two T's, one L, one O. We are.